Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Ugh, another pointless video call where nothing gets done. I think you're on mute, David. Uh, sorry, what did I miss? IT just approved Miro for the whole company. Miro? That's the... Online whiteboard for team collaboration. We can make these long video meetings so much shorter with Miro boards. We can share ideas, feedback, and updates on them whenever. Actually see what we're talking about. It's all online. Miro will make our flexible work setup so much easier. With one virtual space for our brainstorms, projects, presentations. Oh, that sounds kind of amazing. So I don't need to wake up for 6 a.m. calls with the London office anymore. Now you're getting it. Don't let time zones get in the way of your team working well together. See why 99% of the Fortune 100 trust Miro to get good work done from anywhere. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Truly bizarre day, and we've had plenty of them here in uh, Southern California. Ken is away today. <laughs> and, and good for him. He doesn't have to endure all this nonsense. Uh, we've got that Castaic fire, which uh, Blake Trolley is covering, and uh, so is Deborah, and so is Angel Martinez from the traffic end. But they got uh, over 250 acres on fire. They got one house burning. They have uh, evacuations in the area, although I just saw a blurb on Channel 7. The Red Cross has yet to identify an evacuation location yet. So you have to evacuate, but I don't know where you're going to go. Uh, and um they've closed the five in both directions so uh, traffic is screwed uh it's well over 100 degrees in a lot of places and today gavin newsom took up uh, 20 minutes of our airtime um and then he went on for another 15 minutes uh to try to explain why we are almost out of power again after all the billions and billions of tax dollars we've spent over the years trillions really we still don't have a power system that works on the hottest days. Uh, and, and this next week is Labor Day weekend. 
People are going to be home, largely. Air conditioners are going to be on. It's going to be 100, 110 degrees in much of the area. And you're, you're at home for the holiday. You have to keep cool. They, we can't all go to a cooling center here. And he was telling us to unplug our air conditioners. And get this. After announcing uh, the ban on gas-powered cars being sold in uh, 12 and a half years, he said we can't plug in our electric cars between 4 and 9. That's the flex alert time, 4 and 9. It's nuts. Oh, and there's a water shortage, too, for 40% of L.A. County because of a, a pipe that uh, burst that they've got to fix. So here we are. Jim Patterson, one of our favorite people to talk to, Republican assemblyman from up in the uh, Fresno area. Let's uh, get him on the line here. Jim. Good to be with you. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, uh, let, me, let, me tell you what, let me tell you what Gavin Newsom didn't tell you today, all right? How short are we on the necessary supply? I mean, he talked about it in terms of, uh, I think, 3,000 megawatts. So let's do the math. 3,000 megawatts turns into, are you ready for this? 2,250,000 households. That's how short we are. Now, if there are four people or so in each household, that's 9 million Californians at risk for having insufficient electricity, right? So I'm I'm tired of, of, of Newsom making excuses for policies that have gotten us into uh, this dilemma. I was born and raised in California. There was once a California. I lived in it in Fresno, California, by the way, and we had 100, 110 degree days where we had plenty of electricity on the grid. It was reliable. You could go turn on the air conditioner. Uh, you could go to your washer, your dryer. You could turn it on whenever you wanted, and you had reliable electricity, and it was affordable. Well, guess what? Those, day, those days are gone. We are trying to power the the sixth largest economy in the state of Cal in, in the United States in the state of California, the state of California is what like the fifth or sixth largest economy, and we're trying to do this on on intermittent power. That's wind and solar, and then you know we try to store it in batteries. What's the problem with that? Look, I'm a longtime uh, broadcaster. I got trained in radio engineering, so I've got a little bit of engineering expertise. We all know about the, the balance between supply and demand. And if you don't have enough supply and your demand goes crazy, the grid blows up. It falls apart. We get brownouts, blackouts, and all of that. And Newsom has now had to come face-to-face with the consequences of his own policies. Uh, what he's not really telling you is what I've been warning about for the last 10 years as vice chair of the Utility and Energy uh, committee and, and you know none of the Democrats pay a- any attention. But you know something, I have been prophetic, and you know what, the prophecy is coming true uh, th- this weekend: insufficient supply. Because what the state of California has done, it has it has decided that it's going to war against the physics of producing electrons. Number one, and then number two, they have decided that there are certain electrons that are moral and certain electrons that are immoral. And they're not going to let uh, the utility companies use the immoral electrons. Well, guess what? It's the immoral electrons that keeps the lights on in California. What do I mean by that? Newsom now has to turn 
the, uh, away from this idea of closing Diablo Canyon. That's 10 percent of the power on the grid. He's also had to turn away from the uh, environmental zealots who say these once through seawater cooling uh, natural gas plants up and down the coast. There's probably five or six of them. Those were slated to be turned off a long time ago. Well, guess what? The Newsom administration has decided that those, got to, those have to stay on. Plus, we are now relegated in times like this to try to go find other states' electrons. Well, guess what? These other states aren't going to let their electrons go on the spot market. I don't care how much California has to pay for it. They need it to keep their own lights on. So here we are. We are an island that's isolated, and we are trying to keep the lights on with electrons that uh, are not always available. Now, why is it that we are being asked in a 21st century modern economy to live for a while like a third world country? Four o'clock to nine o'clock, you can't wash your clothes. Don't cook your, your, your dinner. Pre-cool your home. Hey, by four or five o'clock when it's 100 degrees, all that pre-cooling's <laughs> simply wasted. Uh, and what are working people supposed to do, number one? But we are now, I think, going to experience a Labor Day weekend that's going to go down uh, in history where I think Californians have been awakened to the reality of the fact that we have an, a, a, an electricity grid that is increasingly un, unreliable and more and more expensive. But this is, this is also a part of what the Democrats continue to, to do to us. Think about this. Every necessity of life costs more, and we're told, use less. Water, hey, it's going to cost you a whole lot more, but you've got to use a whole lot less. Gasoline and fuel, hey, we're going to put you on a, on a road diet. We're going to starve you, uh, right? Uh, you're going to have to use less, and you're going to pay five. What is it now? Average, I heard the news report, 529 or something like that in the Los Angeles area. And now we have electricity. And what really bothers me is that the Democrats say they care about people who are having difficulty with the necessities of life, and yet they continue to penalize these very people with stupid, screwy ideas that make the necessities of life more and more difficult. I, the last time I was on, I talked to you about the fact that there's something like 800,000 that gets close to maybe a million uh, electricity accounts in the state of California that have oftentimes been canceled, uh, turned off because those individuals couldn't pay their power bills. Now, I want you to think about the numbers here. If you've got 800,000 or a million and there's four people or so in a household and you get your electricity turned off, yeah, I mean, that's a, that, that, uh, that, that's what's a, that's a million people, something like that. Uh, uh, yeah, because the rates are too high. They can't afford it. Can you hang on the line? We'll talk some more in a minute. I, yeah, yeah, I can. I can. Okay. All right. Just hold on here. It's Jim Patterson. He's uh, the Republican Assemblyman from the Fresno area. And, uh, yeah, you're uh, – you're, uh, and I want to talk about the electric car situation because from now until uh, 9 o'clock, you're not supposed yeah. to have your electric car plugged in. So uh, take Jim off, and uh, we'll bring him back on in just a few minutes. Oh, and yeah, what he touched on, we have to talk about further, too. Uh, if you had, they're they're mandating electric stoves, right? They're banning gas stoves in some cities, new construction. So you're not supposed to cook dinner, I guess, between four and nine. In addition to not charging your car, in addition to not running air conditioning, in addition to not doing your laundry. I mean, 
everybody's going to have to stay up uh, until two in the morning because you're, you're you know you got to do all your chores. Can't run your dishwasher. Can't have dinner. Ay ay ay. This is a disaster. I I knew you know what the way well, I'll do it when I come back because I can go off on this. I knew it was bad because Newsom did this public address at two o'clock. I'm thinking it's much worse. And and Jim articulated something that I didn't pick up on during Newsom's speech. John and Ken show. Ah, I'm just looking at some temperatures. Chatsworth 112. That's next door to you, right? So we have 112 in Burbank, Woodland Hills, and now Chatsworth. Yeah. So, and, and this is uh, late in the day. Uh, I, I, it's different here in Los Angeles. But I remember growing up on the East Coast. By 5 o'clock, things would be starting to uh, cool down. But here, it seems to get hotter later in the afternoon. 112. And uh, we're in a flex alert. You're supposed to unplug uh, lots of stuff, like your electric car and your air conditioner. And your uh, don't do laundry and uh, your electric stove. Don't eat. This is this is this place we're in. You can't eat dinner, and you can't wash your dirty clothes because we don't have a power system that can uh, serve us in 2022. Let's get uh, Jim Patterson on here, the assemblyman from uh, Fresno, uh, who, who's talking about this. Because Newsom, uh, like I said, Jim, I, I I knew it was bad because. Newsom's coming out and doing a doing a like a, a half an hour speech on the radio and on the internet, and I knew well if we're getting a, a state of the uh, power grid address. He wants to get out in yeah. front of this, and and something you said at the beginning of the last segment. He was talking that we're three hundred megawatts short. Is that what you said? Three thousand. Three thousand megawatts short, and that translates to uh, two. Two point two five million households. Yeah, I don't think he explained how many households and how many people would be affected. No, you know, he he, I, what he, he unleashed a blizzard of numbers, and I had trouble following those numbers because nobody knows what three thousand megawatts means, right? That's a that's 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 such a technical term, but it means that there's two million people who might be without power or that's more. Weird. It's a whole lot. No, that's worse than that. That's that's two million two hundred and fifty thousand. Households. The average household is probably four people or so. You do the math, that's nine million Californians are going to, well, possibly on the short end of the electricity supply. This is my gripe about Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is basically spending his time making excuses that there are a whole lot of other things, hot weather, you know, other things. Uh, Diablo Canyon is go- coming down. Uh, you know, our natural gas plants on the coast, that's coming down. Well, we gotta, look, this has been the policy of the Democrats for the last 10 years. I've been in the legislature and vice chair of utility and energy. Like I said earlier, I've been warning about this over and over again. This is a supply and demand problem. And California has decided that it's going to be an island of goofy uh, policy that creates price-induced scarcity, all right? I mean, you think about it. Electricity is going to be so costly. Uh, we, we probably got somewhere in the, in the neighborhood of a million households uh, having their electricity uh, Well, we got our, our electricity costs are over 60% higher than the national average. That's, so we're paying well, an excessive amount, and they can't even supply enough anymore. 
look, I, I'm gonna. I know this is a little, whether it's exaggerating or not, but I want to. I want to make this this kind of comparison. In the 1980s, I traveled to Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, uh, during the days of We Are the World and you know these awful famines. Ethiopia was run by uh, Colonel Mengistu, who overthrew Haile Selassie, and he was a Stalinist communist. And I was uh, doing fundraising for World Vision. I believed them to be a wonderful, trustworthy organization, and they fed millions in, in Ethiopia at a time when millions were actually starving. And we flew into Addis Ababa, and we went to the Hilton Hotel. And when we checked in, there was a sign at the front desk, water is available from such and such an hour to such and such an hour. Electricity is available from such and such an hour to such and such an hour. I'm telling you, politics can create circumstance in which there is fundamental scarcity of the necessities of life. And we're getting close to that in California. I hate to have to say this, but I, I mean, I was born in California. I'm a California boy. Sharon and I, I mean, we've lived in Fresno almost all of our adult lives. We've been married, what, 55 years. We've, we've got three kids, uh, grandkids. This is not the California that I was born into. And I, all I can tell you is that elections matter. They have huge consequences. And I am hoping that someday soon the people who vote for Newsom and the Democrats because they think they are looking out for them will recognize that they're hurting them a whole lot more than helping them. And I'll just end with this. Before you go, I want to talk about the electric car situation. A week ago, it comes out. He bans electric, uh, he bans gas-powered cars from being sold as of 2035, which really is not that far from now. It's a little over 12 years. And in a little over three years, he mandated that 35% of the cars sold have to be electric. And today, they announced that for the next week, you can't plug in your electric car. They don't want you to between 4 and 9 o'clock. And I'm, I heard this today, and I go, this is nuts. What, what are we seeing? We are seeing the absurdity and the, the, the tap dance that this governor has to do. Uh, and look, do you think there's some kind of a coincidence here that he has aspirations to be in the White House? This man does not want to be Gray Davis with, with a legacy of having blackouts. That cost Gray Davis the governorship. And instead of coming to the conclusion we need more supply and we've got to unwind some of these screwy ideas, he's, he's doubling down on it and look, saying, this you is, know, it's, it's, this it's is what makes me crazy, Jim, is is. To save his political career, he wants all of us to unplug our electrical appliances, our car, our our dishwasher, our air conditioner, our laundry, our stove. We have to do without. We have to unplug everything so he doesn't have the embarrassment of a blackout. We've got to change our lives drastically for the next week because he messed up and he doesn't want this to be on his record. Yeah. You got it. You got it. All right. Got to go. Look, I, I think uh, sooner or later, people have got to wake up to the fact that our lives are worse off today. Look, I, I said it before that there was a time in California and Sharon and I were married in that time. We raised our kids in that time. The electricity grid was reliable. You could use your air conditioner as much as you wanted in Fresno and it didn't bankrupt you. You could do your washer, dryer, cook your food and all of that. You had plenty of energy and it was affordable. Those days are gone. And frankly, the Democrats took it from us.
All right, Jim. Talk with you again soon. Thanks for coming on. Jim Patterson, the assemblyman uh, in Fresno. John and Ken showed Ken his way, but we got everybody uh, covering the Castaic Fire up on Interstate 5 at the uh, south end of the grapevine. Just as you uh, come over the mountain, uh, Castaic is one of the first uh, towns you hit. And the southbound and northbound 5 are closed both directions. And uh, people are being told to evacuate from some sections. You just heard on that uh, urge, uh, emergency alert system broadcast what what areas should evacuate. And um, the governor came on at 2 o'clock, as we've been discussing, and uh, gave a long speech. Uh, he tried to be very jocular and chatty. But the main thrust was, we're running out of power. So from 4 to 9, it's a flex alert. And as Jim Patterson, the assemblyman, decoded, if we're 3,000 megawatts short, that's over 2 million households, potentially 9 million people uh, could be blacked out if we run short. And, of course, when you get a big shortage, you could have a much larger system-wide blackout. Depends how the dominoes fall. So it's it's serious. If Newsom is coming out and warning you, it means he's worried and he's basically begging you with his happy talk to uh, conform and unplug. And doesn't matter that it's 112 degrees in part of the valley. He wants you to uh, basically turn off your air conditioning or put it up to, he says, 78, which is really an uncomfortable temperature. Uh, and then there are unintended consequences because when you give the indication that a blackout is possible, what are people going to do? They're going to take actions to survive if there is a blackout because nobody knows what's going to happen. It could last half an hour, an hour, it could be days. You don't know. Well, um, Michelle Cube, uh, executive producer here at KFI, just sent me a text saying she passed a Tesla charging station in Pasadena on Arroyo Parkway. Every spot was filled, at least 15 or 20, and these uh, Tesla drivers are all plugged in, sitting there in the middle of a flex alert. So what people are going to do is they're going to charge up so they have a fully juiced car in case something bad happens. Because if you have a blackout, maybe you can't charge for a while. And now with these fires breaking out, you know, the fires could break out in a million places and you have to evacuate. It's like you keep gas in the car, right? That's what they tell you to do during fire season. Make sure you're gassed up, that you can get out quickly. You might end up in a traffic jam. You might have to drive a long distance. Well, it's the same thing with electric car drivers. So either they're just doing what they normally do, or maybe people are taking Newsom seriously. Hey, bad heat wave. It's fire season. We might have a shortage of power. Maybe I should uh, make sure everything's filled up. But you have to plan for this. I've said this a thousand times. Drought is normal in Southern California. We're not supposed to be living here. We're not supposed to be living here. There's a reason that people lived in the northern climates first because it was more habitable. It's easier to deal with cold than it is to deal with heat. It's easier to deal with a place that's very wet rainy and snowy than it is a place that is struck by drought. And if you know you have a state where there's a history of many 20-year droughts, sometimes 200-year droughts, that they can prove it's part of the science. It's on the record. 
maybe you should have a, a water system and a power system that can handle a drought that goes on for a long time, a, a heat wave that goes on for a long time. That's part of your job. These are the things that they should be discussing all the time, not equity and social justice and diversity, but how do we keep the lights on? How do we keep water running out of the faucets? We have a ton of money we never spent on building reservoirs and other water storage. We have an electrical grid that is failing. But what are we doing? What Jim Patterson said, we're cutting off the supply. We close nuclear plants. We close gas plants. Hydroelectric plants are failing because of the drought. They don't want to use oil. They don't want to use gasoline. They don't want to use natural gas. They don't want to use coal. They don't want to lose nuclear. Oh, but we're going to use wind and solar. Well, it's not working. And so now he's getting nervous. His stakes are never been higher for him. So now he's got to come out at 2 o'clock and tell people to unplug their electric cars at 4 o'clock, even though a few days ago that was supposed to be the future. And I've spent two days this week, and you probably think it's tedious. You probably think it's repetitive. But I'm telling you, there's no electrical grid for this. There are no charging stations for this. We might not even be able to get through the weekend on the electric grid. And nearly everybody in the state is still on gas-powered cars. It's what Jim Patterson said. He's not hyping. He's not kidding. This isn't political. This is reality. The infrastructure in the state stinks. It's terrible. It's... it's 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 not sustainable this way, and it's directly because of bad policies by the government. And why in hell there is not a political movement to take this on just baffles me. I mean, Jim says all the right things and does all the right things, but there's virtually nobody in the Republican Party. You would think this would be a gigantic campaign issue to at least educate people. Sometimes it takes years to slowly educate people just how bad the system is. But there aren't any spokesmen. It's just Newsom babbling away in his techno-speak, trying to avoid responsibility, blaming it on drought, blaming it on climate change, blaming it on us that we have too many things plugged in. It's like, no, they're not having this problem in, in 48 other states. They have it in Texas. Why? Well, that's Republican won't run, but they went down the same dark hole. They switched to a lot of wind and solar, and that's why Texas has power problems. You can't do that. You can't rely in, in such, uh, in such, with such a great percentage of your power coming from wind and solar. You have to develop everything, and you have to wait until they can store wind and solar on batteries. We're not there yet. That's reality, fact, science. Call it whatever you want. It's not going to change tomorrow. You're going to see this week. You're going to be hearing these flex alerts every day. And uh, they're going to be going through uh, drastic maneuvers to try to save us from a blackout like they did a few years ago. Like last year when they stole power from Arizona. Stole it. Stole it. That's why the nuclear plant is still running at Diablo. That's why those natural gas plants are still running. All the things that Newsom vowed that he was going to close, and I'm glad he didn't close it. He did the right thing. But it shows you how out of touch he was with reality when he had put in motion all these closures.
amazing. Absolutely amazing. John and Ken show, KFI. Oh, this is uh, good. I just, it's just, uh, Eric just showed me a, a photo of his uh, dad's uh, car thermometer, 119 in Chatsworth. It's still refreshing water from every. And I saw um, just on TV, they're expecting highs in the valley of 115 this weekend, and they have ozone warnings for the valley. How about that, huh? So you're going to be short of water, short of power. Uh, the air is going to be filled with ozone, record high temperatures. Um, and, uh, and if you haven't heard, uh, 4 million residents in L.A. County, you cannot do outdoor watering uh, from September 6th to September 20th because there's a big leak in a 36-mile pipe called the Upper Feeder Pipe that runs from the Colorado River to California. This is the Metropolitan Water District. They found the leak in April. Uh, it's in Riverside County. Uh, they've been providing uh, reduced water flow, did a temporary repair, but now they got to do a big one. And it's uh, you got to look this up online because I don't have time to read all the uh, all the cities that are affected here. But it goes, uh, you know, from uh, Altadena, Burbank, Beverly Hills to Malibu, in between Glendale, Glendora, Culver City, Covina, Rolling Hills, and 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 Redondo Beach and Rancho Palos Verdes and Pomona and Torrey. I mean, just all over the place. Um, so look that up. You're not, I, I, and I, again, they can't, they can't really enforce it, but they really are going to have a much diminished supply of water. I think they're going to reroute other water into the, into the area. And so while, uh, this I found very funny because while, uh, Newsom is floundering around, uh, you know, he starts these fake battles with Ron DeSantis because he figures DeSantis may end up being the Republican nominee for president, and so he wants to start early and rough him up. And so he has uh, he, he has made a, a number of uh, unfriendly statements towards DeSantis. But here's the latest. Gavin Newsom, like many of us, have in-laws. And his wife, Jennifer, Jennifer Seibel, her parents, Kenneth and Judith, run a trust. It's the Cybell Family Revocable Trust. Well, records show that the Cybell Family Revocable Trust made a $5,000 contribution to the Friends of Ron DeSantis Political Action Committee. It's on the website. You can see it yourself. Now, they know that Newsom wants to be president. He's in the family, and they know that Newsom's nemesis is DeSantis because DeSantis left Florida wide open while California was shut down during COVID, and we ended up with about the same numbers. So DeSantis was right. He was heavily criticized, but he was right. Newsom was widely oiled, and oiled up and praised, and he was wrong. You didn't have to shut down all the businesses. You didn't have to shut down the schools. So he hates he hates uh, DeSantis for that, but looks like uh, the in-laws have <laughs> picked DeSantis as being presidential material <laughs> and better presidential material than Newsom. Um, looks like his father-in-law has a long history of making donations to Republican candidates. Uh, uh, I'm I'm sure Newsom knows where his uh, in-laws uh, stand. Let's get Conway on. Hey, how about Thanksgiving at that house, huh? Yeah, I know. Jesus. 
<laughs> they send money to DeSantis. That's it really great. is unbelievable. All right, the heat is on. We this is where talk radio sort of excels because uh, we can take uh, you know uh, every hour and talk about where the fires are, where the uh, blackouts are, the brownouts are. So whenever there's any kind of emergency, man, KFI knocks it out, and we'll be doing that again tonight. Uh, a perfect example is we're starting with uh, L.A. Fire Department uh, Chief uh, Daryl uh, Osby. Uh, coming on tonight, six o'clock. We're talking about uh, the uh, uh, fire that's erupting at Castake, and also the heat wave that is triggering flex alerts. And residents are asked to conserve power from four to nine p.m. And man, I don't know if you have an electric car, you got to be nervous tonight. You know, I mean, if, <laughs> uh, to you know, because if there's an emergency and you got to get out of town, uh, uh-huh. you got to go towards other charging stations. Yeah. They're telling you not to plug it in. At right. the same time, they're telling you there might be a blackout. Yeah, yeah, and or and or uh, you, you know you might be on like a, a mandatory evacuation. Right, you get you got fires breaking out, and you're looking at that at, that battery gauge the entire yeah. time you're driving. Like, oh no, I am keeping a gas powered car till the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying. I, I believe that. I believe I, that. I, uh, I'm not. I'm not seeing this future. I don't believe you. I, I can't imagine you even inside of an electric car. I mean, I would get one if if. Everything was in order, right? right? We had the electrical grid. We had the charging stations. We weren't having blackouts. That's sure. right. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't really care what it runs on, but they've hyped the whole system up, and it it, it they, they don't have it. Need it's more electricity. Building. Yeah. And then on a on a if we do get a chance, we're not talking about the heat tonight. Bed Bath and Beyond closing 150 stores, laying off 20 percent of their employees. You better use those 20 percent off coupons tonight, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> This is not going the right direction. I love that store. You do? Yeah. Bed, Bugs, and Beyond. That's, that's a good store. Oh, man. My brain freezes up in there. I walk in there, and I don't know what to do. I can't explain it to you. It's like I have a stroke. And I stand there, and I just stare at yeah. things. It is weirdly organized where you, you, you go in a circle. You know, yeah. most stores have aisles. This I, one, you go in a big circle like you're at the racetrack. Oh, I get very frustrated. <laughs> I start getting angry. I, and I love the fact that you have not been back to Costco since it was Price Club because you got a cart full of stuff and they returned it on you. Since uh, uh, 2001. Yes. Wow, man, you really, yeah. you, you uh, I get pissed the at The king something. of the grudge, I tell oh, you. Yeah. You know, no, I know I have lots of grudges. <laughs> I should give you my list. You should hear my list of radio grudges. <laughs> That's classic, man. All right. All right, we'll be on, and then uh, Nori's going to take over if, uh, at 10 o'clock. Conway's up next. Big dog. Brozier's got the news. Should be an exciting night. It's one of those end-of-the-world nights. KFI, KOST, HD2, Los Bro. Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 
Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are the old-world, picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences, with fewer people, and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited-time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.